Welcome to Connect Church Podcast with Louise Cardozo. Amen, guys. So, John 10, 1 to 11. Truly, truly, I say to you, he who does not enter the sheepfold by the door, but climbs in by another way, that man is a thief and a robber. But he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the gatekeepers opens. The sheep hear his voice, and he calls his own sheep by name, and leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. A stranger they will not follow, but they will flee from him, for they do not know the voice of strangers. This figure of speech Jesus used with them, but they did not understand what he was saying to them. So Jesus said again, truly, truly, I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. All who came before me were robbers and thieves, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. Father, just we pray now that we may have your mind and your understanding. And Lord, just become exactly what you want us to be today. To your glory, to you, in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Guys, tomorrow is Monday. And tomorrow is what is known as Gloomy Monday. And if you never heard this, what is this expression? It's the third Monday in January. And since 2005, all the research and all the studies pointed that the third Monday of January is the highest suicide day in UK is the day with the most people killing themselves is the day with most people suffering strong effects of depression anxiety and other things it's being reported that tomorrow and people are talking about it and studying about it that they think tomorrow we may have more people dying from suicide than from covid and remember that we had on Friday almost 1,300 people dying from COVID throughout the country. And there are some scholars, some people that they are thinking that tomorrow in UK alone, we may have more people dying from suicide than from COVID. And guys, if that doesn't make you cry, I don't know what does. Because it's people suffering with a silent illness with a silent anxiety and depression and anguish and good people listening to other voices and sheep of the Lord suffering heavily with wolves that are coming and killing and destroying and stealing life from them. That is personal. And that should be personal to the church of Jesus Christ. Not to put any stigma in people that are suffering with that, but to help us to hug each other and move forward with that. Move forward out of this temptation, out of this 
hell arrow that is throwing and, and being thrown to everyone or many people in our country and in the world. Last year was not as complicated as this year. And you know, the research shows that 800,000 people killed themselves around the world. And that's it. In UK alone, comproved death by suicide last year without corona in UK, without financial depression, without all this gloomy season. 5,691 people died by suicide in UK alone. <clears throat> But let me tell you something. The saddest part of this is that these 5,691 people are not all the total. It's because this is only the comproved. When it's undeniable verdict that proves for the coroner that the person died by a self-inflicted injury. If there is any, any, any you know, anything for error, any margin for error, anything that is not 100% clear, the coroner cannot put suicide on, on the death certificate because there is a lot of stigma. There is a lot of legal consequences, of course. If someone dies like this, there's no access to many insurances and other stuff. So they are not allowed to put. So people think, the Samaritans are saying that this 5,691 is just the 100% proved, undeniable way that people kill themselves, but can be as double as that. As double as that. People that do other ways and other forms and there is no 100% assurance that it was. The most affected group of people are male aged 45 to 49 years old. It's 25% of all deaths by suicide is male 45 to 49 years old. The second one is women 50 to 54 Guys, but what really impacts me is under 25s are growing 98% every couple of years. The number of people under 25 that are dealing with that on a daily basis is, not, is, is growing 98% every two years or every two years doubles the number of people killing themselves. For me, this topic is very personal for two main reasons. And that's why for me, this is one of the most practical messages that I ever brought to you guys, because I want that to impact your Monday. I don't want you to think this is a great message. Let's pray. I want you to feel pain in your heart, conviction from the Holy Spirit and do something about it in your life, but in the life of people today, but tomorrow. I believe that if the church of Jesus Christ raises up with the message of the gospel, people will be transformed. Mm -hmm. And this will stop. And I'm not saying, guys, welcome to Disneyland. I'm saying welcome to Jesus. Mm -hmm. Welcome to a person that loves you. And why this is so important and so personal to me? Because my cousin killed himself. My cousin grew up in America. And 
When he was 18 years old, everything was perfect in everybody's eyes. He passed in the university he wanted to go. My, my uncle gave him a car and people were just celebrating three days later. He got in a car and killed himself. He put a fire on his car and, and killed himself. And when people went to see what was too late and, 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 and my, I saw the devastation that happens in a family, myself, uh, the first thought that I had when I heard was, why didn't I call my, own, my, my, my cousin more often? I lived with him when he was young, when I was in America for, for almost a year. But then after that, we didn't keep kept much contact. And I was for a, a long time asking myself, why didn't I? If only I made that call more often. If only I kept more constant, maybe he would have someone to talk to. Guys, was was painful. My uncle is not the same. My aunt is not the same. My other cousin, his brother is not the same. But my grandma is not the same. My parents are not the same anymore. The pain and devastation and doubt that comes with that is horrible. But that is the consequence, guys. That is the consequence. He, he, isn't, he wasn't. He was a Christian. Louis, but... As a Christian, how could he do, guys? Nobody, that, that concept that suicidal people are people that really want death. It's, it's not. What suicidal people want is peace. Is the pain to end. But that's their own way. That's not the pain easing. That's not resting. That's not stopping the suffering that people are passing. No, that is causing more pain, more anguish to you and to everyone around. So if you are dealing with that today, don't go to bed without calling someone today. And guys, please, for the sake of Life for God himself. Let me tell you something. There's no, cannot be stigma anymore on that. Because people think about this, unfortunately. People are suffering with depression, but we still too stupid to understand that it's an illness. And we're still thinking, oh, I'll defeat it by myself. Yeah, try that with a heart condition. But we don't do that with a heart condition, but we do that with mental health things. And you know what? The consequence is the same death for many people. And that's sin. Because if you know what you should do, and I'm telling you as your pastor, and then science proves if you are dealing with depression or if you feel depressed or if you're feeling uh, with suicidal thoughts, Louis, but it's not mine, just came to my mind. Yes, but do something about it, otherwise you are sinning. Sick. And you'll find, go to the doctor, call your pastor, call a friend. Call Danny, call someone. But don't be alone with that. Because you know, my cousin didn't share with anyone. Because he was afraid that people would think he was not a believer or that he was crazy. And he wasn't either of that. He was a believer and he wasn't crazy. But because he didn't share, he allowed the wolves, 
He allowed the robbers and the thieves that only come to kill, to rob and destroy with doubts, with all this prejudice, all of that. And he ended up dying because he didn't found possible to share his doubt and continue to be considered a Christian and normal person. Guys, it is personal to me as well because I dealt with suicidal thoughts. And, and that's, the stigma is so strong that it's hard for me to say. And that's the first time that I talk openly about it. And I was married. I had two kids. I was a pastor. I was on ministry. And that's true. Years ago, I was passing through that. And I, I, I shared with Danny one day. For the first time in my life, I shared with someone and I said, Dan, you know what? I, I need to say something, but it's coming to my mind more and more, more and more that there's no way that, that you know what? If I die, that the lie the devil put in my head was uh, because of depression and all that, I, I would never be normal again, as normal I wanted to be. And that Danny and the boys would be a lot better off without me. And my church would be better without me because would have a normal pastor. And, and, and my parents would be better because at least the son would die. But then they... And you know, every day the devil would put in arrows and arrows on my mind of how to die. And how to die in ways that no one would know that was suicide. How could I die in ways that no one would ever discover? And I wouldn't bring shame to anyone. Because in my eyes would bring shame to my parents and my wife. But I could die easily in some other ways. And, and only when I shared with Dan and said, Dan, that's what is on my mind. And I'm getting crazy. Or I don't know. That, that's, what, that's what is coming. It's not me feeding the thought. Because there is this. Can be you feeding the th thoughts or the devil throwing the arrows on your mind. And that's what was happening to me. It wasn't mine, but it was there. But then when I shared with Danny and we prayed together and we started to pray together and, and, and you know what, I, I had more medication, of course, because that, that's what is needed. If you have a, 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 a kidney stone, you have it. If you have a lung, you will have it. If you have depression, you should have it. But guys, that went away because I had a loving person on my side that listened Didn't judge me at all. Never thought I was less of a Christian because of that. Never thought that my message would be, uh, you know, without effect because of that. Never, never exposed, never anything. And guys, let me tell you something. God came to give you life. Abundant life. An abundant life. The easy of pain, the stop of suffering, the improvement of people that are around you, their lives will not come with your death, will come when the abundant life of Jesus comes through you and change your life and the life of everyone around you. Do you understand that? So what people are seeking, dying, actually someone needs to die for that. Yes, I understand, but someone already died for that. 
It's not you, it's Jesus. He already died to ease the pain, to give you life, to give you a future, to give you a chance, to give you a family, to give you friends, and to give you one person that will never leave you or forsake you. That is God himself. And I would like to talk about these four points today. Life. Life. You were made for life. That's what I understood. And Gloomy Monday, not here, baby. Gloomy Monday is rejected in the name of Jesus. It's a Life Monday tomorrow. Life Monday. And you know, when we think about this word, life, it's four words, and I would like to talk quickly about each one of them. The first one, L, for life, you are loved. And look, the text that we just read, look the love of Jesus to the people. He was saying that. That truly, truly, I say to you, he who does not enter the sheepfold and all that. And then he said, you know what? When he talks about the sheepfold, when he talks about the place where he would put the sheep, he was talking about protection. Look, what happened on that time, especially on the winter, is that it would be very cold. So what the shepherd would do, would create a place where all the sheep could go on the evening to stay warm, but to avoid robbers or wolves, lions, anything that would eat them. So every night the shepherd would stand there, would shout, would call the sheep and would put up on this place that would be like, like, somewhere on, 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 with stones or somewhere with wood or somewhere protected. And every sheep would come through the door. Anything that came in any other way was to kill, destroy, and rob. And that shepherd would do that because of love. The shepherd would stay with the sheep, wouldn't abandon them, wouldn't go home and come back tomorrow, would stay with them. Why? Because that's the way to make sure the sheep was warm and protected and safe. Guys, you are loved. And this is not theoretical, zen, anything. This is a place of refuge, approval, comfort, change and challenge in love. Not, not alone, but with God holding our hands. The way that God challenges and the way that God sends us is not like a, a boss nowadays from his desk saying, go and bring me results. No, no, no. It's more like a father that is running with a child learning to ride a bike. Mm -hmm. I remember when Louis and Samuel was learning to ride a bike. Uh, I would remove, I, we had like the wheels and two small wheels on the side. And then we would take these two small wheels on the side and they would go like this. And I would run on their side, making sure and praising God they were not very fast. But I was running on their side and just making sure they wouldn't fall. That's how God encourages and sends us to the world to be His. It's not a tyrant saying, hey, no, no, He's that. Let's go. I'll, I'll run by your side. I know it's hard, but you know what? Anything, I'll just catch you. There's no lose on that. That's God. He loves you to the cross and back. He loves you. Don't give up. 
If you stop on the cross, on the moment that is hard and complicated, that's when these ideas will come. You know, if you stop on the death, there is no resurrection. If you stop on the cross, there is no resurrection. Look that. So many people stop on the cross of Jesus, but they never move to the resurrection. That's where there's abundant life to you and me. You are loved. God loves you. And the way God showed the love to your life is Jesus dying for you. So someone already died for you to leave. Don't give up. Don't quit. Jesus is protection and life. The second thing, the I stands for identity. Identity. Look, the Bible says that the shepherd would stop and shout and the sheep would recognize his voice and follow his voice, but not any other person. They would be afraid and run from the other voices, but run to the voice of the shepherd. Guys, look how awesome is that. Our identity must be shaped on this time by the voice of the shepherd, not by any other voices. There is hope and hope is Jesus. There is life and the life is Jesus. There is joy and the joy is Jesus. And any of that is not the absence of problem, but the fullness of Jesus in our lives. That's it. That's why I can share with anyone when I'm not well. I can share if I'm struggling with any of these thoughts. I cannot be alone because you know what? This doesn't shape my identity. What it does is the fact that Jesus died to give me a life and an identity and a character that is based on Him. Not me. You know, a shepherd on that time... Uh, would even name and know every sheep. Would know by the way that would walk or, or, or the marks or anything else, but would name, would know by a distance and would call when they would come. You are not just a number to God. When we say, you know, people think that more than a thousand people can kill themselves tomorrow. Some people say a thousand people. But imagine if that's your neighbor. Imagine if that's someone close to you. That's painful. But to God, they are not a number. To God, they are Mr. and Mrs. All of that. They're children. Guys, I believe we can make a difference. I really do because Danny made a difference in my life on that time. And I don't want to see anyone else passing through that alone. So guys, if that's what is happening to you again, your identity is you are not that. Don't allow the devil to lie to you. You are God's child, loved, amazing, awesome, made to shine his light. But let's pass through this problem together. So share with someone. Pastor, I really definitely don't want to share with anyone. Go to A&E, talk to a doctor. I don't know, but in any, one way or another, find help. Find help. But I also want to encourage you today, tomorrow for the World is Gloomy Monday, for Connect is Life Monday. And we'll go tomorrow with a lot of things on social media, right, Danny? She just discovered that now. But we'll go tomorrow with things on social media. I would like to encourage everyone at Connect tomorrow to put up, you know, like, like people are doing on the message, something for us to do. Make a paper and say, 
you know, life Monday, no suicide, or you are important, or you are loved. I would like to ask everyone to do that. Do something like that. But put out there, if you need to talk to someone, guys, talk to me. Put that, because people, you never know. People may call you and say, you know what, I'm struggling with that. Let's pray. Let's pray for people tomorrow or today, but every day, but especially today and tomorrow. Say, God, you know, I know you are alive, so invade them and destroy darkness and death, Father. And let's call someone. I know someone from the top of my mind that used to, to work on the message left now, but I know that the person struggles with that. I'll call him tomorrow. And I say, you know what, mate? I'm just calling you to say I love you. Is, is everything all right for you? You don't need to call. Oh, it's suicide. You know, are you thinking about that? Don't do that. But call and say, man, how are you doing? Just, just calling to say you are loved. That's great. Is there anything I can pray for you? Look how cool would be a call like that for someone struggling with mental health. They would be reminded that their identity is that they are children of God. Fourth, or third, uh, F stands for forgiveness. Forgiveness. You are forgiven. There is a lot of people struggling now because they think for them there is no solution. There is no way out. You know, you have no idea what I have done, Pastor. For me, there is no way out. Yeah, there is. The name is Jesus. But Pastor, no, there is no but Pastor. Jesus loves you, period. If you go to Him, you'll be forgiven, period. To everyone who wants and believes, he will be received the power to be called children of God. It's not me, it's the Bible saying. Sheep mistrust strangers, strangers' voice. And the biggest stranger lie that there is out there today is about forgiveness. To forgive ourselves and to forgive others. There is a chance for everyone. There is a chance for everyone. And the last thing I would like to say, guys, is eternity. Life ends with E. And life goes to eternity. E for eternity. Jesus said, I am the gate of the pen. You know, it's so cool if you imagine. I was reading this week. And when Jesus said, I am the gate, what actually he said is, I am the The entrance of the place of protection for the sheep. So Jesus would make this place like this, uh, where all the sheep could be warm and protected during the night. But then they didn't have gate because they would make here or there or there. So what some shepherds did, they would stand there the whole night. They would sit on the door where the sheep would pass and they would, they would become the door that protect and save the Uh, the sheep, but also that would face any lions or wolves or, 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 or robbers that would come. So what Jesus is saying to you and to me, hey guys, I'm there for you. I am the gate. Hey, I am. You don't need to be concerned what is coming your way because they need to pass me first. And don't get concerned. I'll not allow you to go before the time because I am the gate. And if you are near the gate, you will know life in abundance and you will know me. And you will go to a place without isolation. You are not alone. You are mine. That's the message. 
Allow Jesus to be the gate of your protection, of your, you know, belonging. Because then you will never be touched by wolves or robbers or anything else. Don't stop on the cross. Move to the resurrection. And guys, just one note. We'll fight in prayer now for, for all of this. But there is one thing that is a spiritual suicide that many people are doing. As well as damaging as physical suicide is, there's people doing spiritual ones. People that are just quitting altogether, follow Jesus, following Jesus, reading the Bible, uh, gathering churches, or any other thing. This is spiritual suicide. So guys, I'd like to have a moment of prayer now. And I'd like to have a moment of prayer because I believe that you are loved, your identity is shaped in Jesus, you are forgiven and you are to forgive others. And through Jesus, we are already in eternity. But I'd like to pray because tomorrow, Monday, there will be a lot of people in anguish, pain. Mm -hmm. People that the devil is always throwing his darts, saying, you are worthless. People would be better without you. And good people that think that the only way to have peace, to have um, the end and ease of the problems and suffering would be to die. That's not the solution. That's not solution at all. Someone already dead, already died for that. His name is Jesus. So now let's have the life that comes from him. And I would please call someone if you are passing through that. Call someone. Talk to someone. Offer this help to someone. Maybe if someone is struggling with that, uh, if you think this message is any good, in one hour from now, we'll be on our podcast. And it's a way to try to put out there and say to anyone, guys, you don't need to. And you know what? There's no judgment here at all. If you're passing through anything, guys, we'll defeat it together. And no one is less. No one is more. God is everything. Let us pray. Father, in Jesus' name, I'd like to bless everyone that is hearing this message now or that will be receiving this message later. Father, I rebuke all these mental health, all mental health problems that are going on in the life of your people. I rebuke suicidal thoughts. I rebuke depression. I rebuke, Lord, uh, anxieties or panic attacks. I rebuke that. And I rebuke this gloomy Monday that is tomorrow, Father. And I prophesy life, abundant life to your people. I would like to prophesy now, Lord, that is Life Monday. And will be a Life Monday echoing, Lord, and transforming people for long. Father, I pray and I bless everyone that will be calling someone today and tomorrow. People that will be receiving calls and will be receiving messages and will be receiving uh I don't know, people that will be accessing this message through a podcast. Father, death, the only death that is a solution was Jesus Christ on the cross. 
Now we are not called to death anymore. We are called to life. And we will live your life until you take us to eternity. That's, that's your plan. So Father, help anyone that feels judged or lonely and that cannot open their mental health thing because people will not understand. Father, I know how hard and, and killing is that because I experienced that in my life. But God has a message for you and for everyone. Mental health is another illness like any other. He can heal, but until he does, find help. Find help. There is no demerit on that. It's not a lack of strength, a lack of anything. Find help in Jesus' name. I bless your people, Father, my family here at Connect, to have life. A life Sunday and a life Monday and a life January to the glory of your name. Amen. Thanks for joining the Connect Church Podcast. If you'd like more information or to ask us a question, please go to www.cntchurch.co.uk.